Well, hello, everybody. It's Dr. Hank, and welcome to the Dr. Hank Show. And you know what we do here. We help you be, do, and have more, and especially in focus with real estate. And today, I'm going to show you, we're going to show you on uh, how to get a million dollars and how to raise a million dollars. And the reason why is because I have one of America's top investors here and a top, uh, in fact, his podcast, How to Raise Capital 101, the easy way. And he helps us, uh, mom and pop uh, people that within weeks, he can raise 100,000 within months, a million dollars. He's an investor himself and uh, a great guy. And uh, Dave Dubow, uh, welcome to the show, my friend. Dr. Hank, thank you so much for having me. It's hard not to be joyful and happy hanging around with you. So thank you for that. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate that. And man, I, I really love uh, the people and, you know, your approach is really looking at mom and mom mom and pop real estate investors and mm -hmm. providing them uh, do for you marketing service to raise capital. And, you know, just what a fabulous uh, resource that you've been to so many people. And can you tell us a little about how did you get into this and, and, um, uh, and how you do help people raise capital? Yeah, perfect. So how I got into this was by crashing and burning. <laughs> <laughs> I know the feeling. <laughs> so, so Dr. Hank, what, there, there are so many real estate gurus out there and there have been for so many years talking about other people's money and raising capital and all this kind of stuff, but they, they tend to lack specifics or they tend to be very, very high level for doing syndications and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I'd noticed a real lack of information about how to get started with raising capital. So again, that's why we really focus on what I call mom and pop real estate investors okay, who have, you know, self-financed their first one, two, three, four deals. They've yeah. run out of cash, run out of credit. Now they're stuck. Mm -hmm. They can't buy any more property because they don't have any more capital. So that's exactly where I was a while ago. Yeah. About uh, when was that? Probably around 2010. Yeah. You know, I I was doing single family home type deals at that time. I'd self-financed my first couple of properties, like everybody else, run out of cash, run out of credit. And at, at, that's when the perfect deal landed in my lap. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what, but I didn't, I didn't have, I didn't have all the tools that you have there for, you know, hurting my thoughts into things at that time. That's for sure. So, so I, I'd heard, I'd heard some stuff out there by these gurus saying, Hey, you know what, if you find a good deal, the money will magically find you. But I, I didn't really connect the dots there on how to do that. So yeah. I found this great deal and I'd, I'd heard this stuff, but I knew I was going to have to do something, right? I was going to have to take some action. Mm -hmm. So I'd also heard some other gurus say, hey, if you want to raise capital quickly, it's pretty easy. All you have to do is pick up this little device, this telephone, and start calling people and asking them to invest with you in your deals. So that's called cold calling. Some people call it dialing for dollars, all yeah. this kind of stuff. So I didn't have much experience doing that, Dr. Hank, but I thought, hey, I'll give it a try. Mm. You know, Leonardo DiCaprio made it look like a lot of fun on the Wolf of Wall Street. How tough could it be? So yeah. I picked up that phone, very quickly got rejected. Ooh, that kind of hurt. That stung. Picked it up again, rejected. 
the phone kept getting heavier and heavier, <laughs> heavier. and the rejection kept hurting more and more and more. Yeah. So, you know, I'd love to say, I just, I did hundreds of calls and gr grinded it out and raised money. I didn't, I probably yeah. did a dozen, yeah. maybe 15 of these uh -huh. cold calls got rejected yeah. every time yeah. and uh, quit doing it. Yeah. I only had a couple of weeks to come up with the, I, I think I needed to raise like $85,000. I had the property under contract. I had my tenants all lined up. I had everything, everything ready to go. Yeah. I just didn't have the eighty-five grand that I needed for this. Deal. <laughs> so that wasted it. That wasted a while. Yeah. Then I thought, okay, well, I got to try something else. So I'd also heard the guru say, "Hey, if you need to raise money quickly, go out and talk to people. You got to go out. You got to, you got to network. You got to meet people. You got to schmooze. You got to use your thirty-second elevator pitch and all this kind of stuff." So, oh, great! I'll give it a try. So off I went. BNI, Chamber of Commerce, Toastmasters. Tried raising capital that way, schmoozing my way through. And, uh, you know, no surprise, 2020 hindsight, raised absolutely nothing but a bunch of eyebrows. That's yeah. that's all I raised. People give me a weird look. Like, who is this guy? And what, you know, he's trying to hit me up for cash. I don't even know him. Right. So that wasted some more time. Yeah. By this time, I'm, I'm really on a time crunch. Mm. So I came up, I remember it was, it was Wednesday. Yeah. I needed to come up with the capital by Friday or the deal was dead. So Wednesday I'm sweating. And then I came up with a brilliant idea. I thought it was a brilliant idea. I said, Hey, if enough people see this deal, it's so good. It's going to sell itself. Yeah. So I did one smart thing. And that was, I put together a list of, of everybody I knew. Mm -hmm. And then I did one very dumb thing. And that is I spammed everybody with my deal. I remember yeah. I sent that all out. It was, it was Wednesday night, got up uh, Thursday morning and I was excited, Hank, because I saw, I got a bunch of responses. <laughs> I was like, oh, thank goodness. <laughs> Just under the wire. I'm going to raise this money. Yeah. Then I started reading the responses. They pretty much all said, I know this is family friendly, so I'll keep it family friendly. But they basically sure. all said, Dave, I haven't heard from you in forever. <laughs> and here you are hitting me up for cash for a deal. Yeah. Take a long walk <laughs> off a short dock. Let's say it politely that way. <laughs> Deal blew up in my vase. I did not raise the money. Wow. I live in a pretty small city, so I got some serious egg on my face because oh. I had this tenant lined up for the property. They already gave notice where they're living. Wow. Ticked off the seller because I tied up his property. Ticked off my realtor, his realtor, mortgage broke, everybody. Yeah. And then after the smoke cleared and I quit pouting, I kind of, I sat back and I thought that's, I, I never want to be in that position again. No. And fortunately I have a background in marketing. I said, Hey, Hey, dum dum. Why don't you try applying some intelligent marketing to this whole capital thing? And instead of desperately chasing after people, when you've got a deal on the go, why don't you figure out how to get your investors lined up first and then go looking for the deals. Right. So that's what I did there, Hank. And I came up wow. with this process. I call the money partner formula. Yeah. Uh, raised uh, when I was doing those single family home deals, raised just under a million dollars for those kind of properties. Wow. Then I scaled up, started doing multifamily properties, raised yeah. several millions of dollars for the multifamilies I got into. But more importantly, for the last seven or eight years now, I've been working with other mom and pop real estate investors. Yeah. And cumulatively, I've helped them raise well over $300 million Wow. For their deals. That, that is just fantastic. Yeah. I think you did like 
the first 18 months, you did 18 deals, right? Well, that was way, way back when I first yeah. got started. Those are creative, oh. no money, low money down type yeah, deals. Yeah. Then, so I didn't really need capital for those, yeah. but they weren't right. all that profitable. Right. So then I switched strategies and that's when I, that's I, awesome. I hit that wall. Yeah. You know, uh, what would you, um, what are some tips then that you would give to attract, um, you know, tell us mom and pop investors on, um, to pay attention and write you checks. So investors can pay attention and write us checks. Yeah. Uh, what, what are some tips on that? Yeah. Well, basically you, you really need to laser focus. And I know Dr. Hank, I know you're all about really focusing your, your mind on what you want so what right. we need to do when we're first getting started with, with raising capital is create a target group of people that we're going to laser focus in on, mm. right? So that was the one smart thing I did in that whole disaster thing was I, I did come up with a list of investor prospects, people in my network yeah. that I already have a pre-existing relationship with, because yeah. we got to be logical about this. When we're first getting started with raising capital, if you don't have a much of a track, if you don't have any track record with, with investors and you don't have a ton of deals under your belt, you're, you're not going to raise capital from accredited investors or strangers. So we're going to, we're going to focus on our existing network first, create a target group of a couple of hundred of these people. And then here's the counterintuitive thing. We're actually going to start the conversation outside of real estate investing. No. Instead of doing like what I did, where I just charged in like <laughs> good old bull in a china shop saying, hey, it's Dave, I got the deals. Yeah. Have you got any dough? Yeah. Let's be more intelligent about it. Let's be more strategic about it. So what we want to do instead, Hank, is we want to break the ice with these people. First, we want to reconnect with them on a personal level yeah, and then set the stage, prime the pump, if you were. Okay. Uh, for the co the capital conversation that's going to come down the road. So I call that a warm-up campaign. And here's the good, uh, the good news. You yeah. don't have to pick up the phone yeah. and call every single person. Right. You don't have to invite every single person out for coffee. You can do this. You can let technology do 80% yeah. of the heavy lifting for you by just setting up a very effective little three email sequence campaign that oh, will do okay. all of that work for you. So that's, oh, that's a big right. tip. Yeah, that's great. I love that. And then how much is an investor worth, uh, you know, if you take one investor, how much is an investor worth typically? Well, all right. How do you, how do you like fun with math, Dr. Hank? Do you mind playing <laughs> along with me here for a second? Sure. And, sure. You know, I'm not a math guy. I'm not a super yeah. analytical kind of guy, but I do like this math. So let's see if we can, we can do this on the fly. And we're, do you mind if we use you as an example or one of your clients as an example? If sure, sure. All right. So let's see if we can do this, this math on the fly. So first thing we have to do, I call this figuring out the lifetime worth of an investor. Once you understand this number, it's yeah. going to, number one, blow your mind. Right. And number two, it's going to change your entire life when it wow. comes to real estate investing. Because here's the wow. truth. One investor can change your entire financial tra trajectory. It really can. So wow. here's the first question I have for you, Dr. Hank. Okay. I know you've done a variety of different things, but what would you say is your main real estate investing strategy? Yeah. Um, uh, apartment buildings. Uh, Multifamily. Okay, yeah, cool. Long-term. Or more. 
eighty dollars. Okay, more. very good. So long term buy and hold would that be yeah. would that be fair? All right, yeah. so we're we're looking at a pretty big deal there. So let's let's just to make it more sense for the mom and pop real estate sure. investor, sure. let's rewind it to before you got to that stage. Yeah, yeah, and let's so just do doing? condos. Let's do. Uh, I'll I'll do. Uh, I'm thinking of my investor in in Chicago. Perfect. That uh, and so um, she um, has right now. Well, she right now is 40 condos, but each condo, you know, is probably worth uh, two hundred thousand dollars. Is that is this where you want me to go on it? Yeah, kind of. But what I what I what we need to figure out is is what is that deal worth to her over the over the length of time that she owns that property one condo yeah just one, one condo. condo that keeps it simple. so you know i would say one so condo. so if we take into account we got to take everything into account cash right. flow so can we say like a 10 year period yeah yeah so well, I, got- I would say probably 6 grand a year and so 60,000 dollars for one condo in the 10 year space that's the okay. net Okay, so sixty thousand dollars with the cash flow. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about rough estimates of mortgage pay down and appreciation, and all the the different profit centers she might be seeing yeah. in that? So she'd be seeing cash yeah. flow. She'd be seeing mortgage pay down as she pays oh, yeah. off her mortgage. Yeah. She'd be seeing natural market appreciation. Nothing too crazy. Yeah. Uh-huh. So could we say just crazy though? You know, so. Can we say maybe 200,000 over 10 years? Would that be fair? Okay. So that's what I'm going to do. $200,000 is what that deal's worth over 10 years. Now, here's Uh the question. Let's say she brought on an investor partner. The investor put in all the, or joint venture partner put in all of the money and your client put in the deal and the work and the management would it be fair to say that maybe she does a 50-50 split on profits yeah. with that person? Uh-huh. Yeah. So her her profits are $100,000, correct? That's that's what one of those little deals is worth to her over 10 years. Right. Okay. So, okay, that's great. So we want to know that. Now we want to know what is an investor worth to her in this scenario? Mm-hmm. So what we're going to do is we're going to take the... Um, profit on a deal. So that $100,000. And then we're going to multiply that. Sorry, we're going to divide that by the number of investors she needs to do one of those deals. So a little condo deal, probably one investor. Would that be fair? Sure. Okay. So she's got one investor to do one of those kind of deals. Mm -hmm. And then would it be fair to say if, if the investor's happy with how things are going with that deal, they would probably reinvest with her again? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Once or twice over the lifetime of their of their working relationship. What do you say? What would you say conservative? Well, uh, well, I would actually say twice a year that they, they would do it. Okay, but again, they have to come up with a whole down payment and all that kind of stuff. So let's just be yeah. super conservative. Okay. Be on the conservative side. What would you like? What would you say? I don't know. Uh, for 10 years? Yeah. In a 10-year period? Yeah. That you do six? Six? So let's be super conservative. Let's say four. Okay. That'd be just to be. I'd rather. I'd rather be conservative sure. than pie in the sky. Okay. All right. So four deals. Yeah. That investor will do with your client over time. So her deal's yeah. worth a hundred thousand. Yeah. She needs one investor to do it. That investor is going to do four deals with her over time. So that's starting to get exciting. Yeah. 
Yeah. Now, here's the next question. If she does a good job, do you think she might get some referrals from that investor to the investor's network? Sure. Yeah. So what's your best guess? You've been in business for a long time. How many referrals do you think she might be able to get very conservatively? Well, again, we're looking at a 10-year span. Yeah. In the 10 years. So a conservative one would be, I mean, at least one a year. <laughs> 10, 10 yeah. referrals? 10 referrals. Easily. Well, I'm, I'm going to chop that down. And let's say she only gets two referrals from that investor in the 10 years. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So let's help me with the math here, Dr. Hank, because it, yeah. it starts to get, so we've got $100,000, what the deal's yeah. worth to her, yeah. divided by one investor to do that kind of a deal. So we're still at $100,000, right? Multiplied by four deals the investor will do with her over 10 years. Okay. That brings us up to what? $400,000. Okay. And then she gets two referrals from, actually, no, it's even more than that. Because if she gets, if that two, investor refers three. two, it right. actually, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm right. asking for help with the math there. Times three, yeah, equals 1.2. 1.2 what? Million. What? Dollars. <laughs> 1.2 million dollars. Yeah. That's what one investor is worth to your client mm -hmm. over the lifetime of them working together. And that yeah. is a mind boggling number. That's just one investor. Imagine if she gets two or right. three or four investors right. on board. That's yeah. what I call the, the lifetime worth of an investor. And that can absolutely yeah. transform your life and your business. Yeah. Yeah. See, and even with that investor that I have that she, she created, uh, I helped her because I'm coaching with her that I helped her attract a broker that got her good deals. So, so like, these are a lot of deals and then a broker that could lease out these condos. And so it's really just an ideal scenario where yeah. if she would, you know, get those investors, she could do as many of those as she wanted. And investors, you know, it would just blow it up and oh, for sure. she'd have a hundred million or whatever, you know, that number is. So that is uh, incredible. So uh, just to, um, uh, what would be a way, uh, uh, what's one tip, one technique that, how do I get that one investor? Or, you know, I know that um, your uh, a podcast, which is like about America's top newest podcast on how to raise capital 101 show. Um, is that the show that people should go to, to understand this or how? Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's, it's hard to unwrap the whole process in a, Right. in a 10 or 15 minute conversation. So yeah, so if people right. want to, to find out more about what I call my money partner formula, this whole yeah. nine step process from mm -hmm. going from zero to raising your first six figures in a matter of weeks and even seven figures in a matter of months. Yeah. And that's what the podcast is all about. It's called yeah. How to Raise Capital 101 Show. So wherever you're listening to this wonderful podcast, you can probably find mine or you yeah. can go directly to the website raisecapital101show.com. You can find it there as well. That's fantastic. Well, that's great. And uh, and so 
um, again, you know, I know you gave us some tips on, you know, going to people and kind of don't approach them the direct way and, and people mm -hmm. know that. Do you have one thing? How can I get, you know, because now we're all enticed here, yeah. Dave, that we want the 1.2 million, right? How could I get, what's the easiest way for me to get one investor like that to buy a condo? Well, it's like anything, Dr. Hank, I, I recommend anyhow. Yeah. That we don't just think about one investor. We think about a process for for getting investors on a regular basis. And and like well, anything in real estate, you have to start with a foundation, right? Yeah. So you have to kind of get that foundation solid, get things ready to go, and then you start the marketing. So my whole goal is instead of us chasing after people, like I was trying to do back in the day, yeah. Yeah. let's turn it around and let's get them chasing after us in a good way. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Or at least let's get them coming to us. Let's get yeah. them yeah. showing some interest, showing some curiosity. So the best way I've seen to consistently raise capital is with effective capital marketing. All right. So I call this constant and consistent edutaining communication. And I can tell, sir, that you are, whether you know it or not, you're already a master of this. Mm -hmm. So what is edutaining communication? Mm -hmm. It's a little bit educational and hopefully a little bit entertaining. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> that's what it's all about. It's edutaining. I so, love it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the tip. And then you shake it up just like you do. So it's not always the same thing. It's not always just emails. Sometimes you yeah. got a video, sometimes a blog post, sometimes a a newsletter. So something's yeah. coming out from you to your investor database at least once a week, yeah. short, sweet, edutaining with mm -hmm. a clear call to action. Hey, if you'd like to find out more, click on the link below, pick a day and a time, book and, and let's have a conversation and see how this can work for you. So you just- constantly... I love it, Dave. I love it. And I love that entertaining, ed edutaining that- uh, I wish I invented that. I can't remember who did, but it's a beautiful term. Well, that's super. Well, folks, uh, you hear, heard it right here on the Dr. Hank Show on uh, Dave Dubow and how he can uh, help you to raise capital and have every one of those investors, that simple little conservative example, be $1.2 million to you in 10 years and uh, a whole lot more too, if you mentally focus on that and make sure you tune into how to raise Capital 101 with uh, Dave. And Dave, thanks so much for being on the show today. Thanks for all the tips. And uh, to all of you out there, know there's plenty of money out there and it can be easy money and Dave can show you how and so can I mentally. Dave, thanks again for being on. Thank the show. you, Dr. Hank. It's always a pleasure. I okay, appreciate it. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Love you.